I interrupt this program, that is our study of Galatians, for this public service announcement. You have been born with a purpose. I should like to frame this teaching with a little story I found a few years ago called The Hammer. Consider a hammer. It's designed to hit nails. That's what it was created to do. Now imagine that the hammer never gets used. It just sits in the toolbox. The hammer doesn't care. But now imagine that same hammer with a soul, a self-consciousness. Days and days go by with him remaining in the toolbox. He feels funny inside, but he's not sure exactly why. Something is missing, but he doesn't know what it is. Then one day, someone pulls him out of the toolbox and uses him to break some branches for the fireplace. The hammer is exhilarated. Being held, being wielded, hitting the branches, the hammer loves it. At the end of the day, though, he is still unfulfilled. Hitting the branches was fun, but it wasn't enough. Something is still missing. In the days that follow, he's used often. He reshapes a hubcap, blasts through some sheetrock, knocks a table leg back into place. Still, he's left unfulfilled. So he longs for more action. He wants to be used as much as possible to knock things around, to break things, to blast things, to dent things. He figures that he just hasn't had enough of these events to satisfy him. More of the same, he believes, is the solution to his lack of fulfillment. Then one day, someone uses him on a nail. Suddenly, the lights come on in his hammer soul. He now understands what he was truly designed for. He was meant to hit nails. All the other things he hit pale in comparison. Now he knows what his hammer soul was searching for all along. The end, at least for now. Well, good morning, my friends. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today we're going to shift gears momentarily. In the last few years, the term purpose has been bandied about from different quarters, from Rick Warren of The Purpose Driven Life to Oprah, actually the November 2009 issue of her magazine right now, and various psychology experts and so-called spirituality gurus. And yet, I've recently heard from a number of friends and colleagues that they just don't know their purpose. So we're going to take a look at the subject, and then we'll resume Galatians in a few days. That said, this discussion is a well-timed segue in light of thinking about joy, because living out our purpose causes joy to well up inside of us and make a home within. Um, How to define purpose? Well, it's not really so easy, but let's start with this. Purpose, the object toward which one strives or for which something exists. So you might begin by asking yourself, what is your purpose? And how would you fill in these blanks? If only blank, then I would love to blank. So if only you had what, then you would love to do what? And how about this? I'd like my legacy to be, what would you like your legacy to be? Like Eric Liddell from Chariots of Fire said, when I run, I feel God's pleasure. How about you? What is it that you do, and while you're doing it, you know and you feel God's pleasure? How would you complete this? If I were to dream big, I would... What would you dream? These questions take some time to answer for most of us, and I pray that you will take the time because it is well worth it. 
No matter your age, it is a great time to do this exercise, and it's never too late. Many are familiar with God's words to us, penned in Jeremiah, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Don't you want to know God's plan and unique purpose for you? Well, there will be more next time, but let's dig, let's think, and let's purpose to find our God-given purpose so that we can live on purpose for Him. To get the print version of this, go to pastorwoman.com and you'll find it in morning briefings under the title, Feeling God's Pleasure. Until tomorrow then, 